Joining us now is counselling psychologist Yogani Pakari, who is from the South African College of Applied Psychology, and she will share some tips for parents and how they can best support their children during the metric exams and particularly their mental health. Good afternoon, Yogani. How are you doing this afternoon? Good afternoon, Lloyd and Lotus listeners. I'm very well, thanks to yourself. Great, welcome to the show. Now, uh, you're going to be a very stressful time for metric learners and their parents with the exams now just days away. And this is a class that had disruptions with schooling with COVID-19 and may have lost loved ones as well in that process. Um, what role now should parents be playing in particular to support them? Okay, so first we need to take a step back and realize the importance of creating a healthy learning environment. The metric learners that are sitting for the upcoming exams have gone through quite a bit that many of us cannot relate to, us having not or not having to do our metric through a pandemic. Um, but we've seen in past studies that adversity and learning or learning can still happen in the presence of adversity and there are ways for us to plan effectively to try and lessen the impact of the adversity that our metric learners are experiencing. Um, so some of those um, areas that we can look at is within a healthy learning environment, what does a good routine look like for each and every home? What is a good balance in terms of commitment and support? But it's also important for parents to understand where their role starts and where their role ends. Now, I'm going to touch on a few uh, important points here. The first being opening communication. How mm-hmm. crucial is this? It is essential. Um, what we must not do is assume that we know what the learners need. So reach out to your child, speak to them and find out where they're at and what support they need as individuals. Um, each home is uniquely set up and each home has different dynamics and that's what you're going to need to work with. So we do need the full family support at this time. They need to be a good space to work um, in, so a conducive learning environment where there's minimal distractions. And that may lead the entire family to come to the party and work on a schedule that works best, but also not neglecting home responsibilities. So a good balance in that regard, and that comes from a good routine, Lloyd. Um, how do we balance responsibilities and trying to prioritize the learning responsibilities at this point? It's just a few more weeks. It's not a big sacrifice to make. Um, and to work on effective time management, healthy eating habits, healthy sleeping patterns. And it's important for our children to also have breaks and almost a reward system that could motivate them. Now, Yogani, what about creating a conducive environment from eating well to getting enough sleep? Things that we take for granted, but it does play a vital role, isn't it? It does, and that's where the role modeling starts. Because if we're eating well, we're sleeping well, we have a good self-care routine, we can be in our best shape and form. So when we feel our best, we can do our best. And when we have that good balance, we are looking at aiding effective learning. We want to, to help our children develop and empower them to develop as critical thinkers, as independent learners, and also instill their confidence. A lot of pressure is put on metrics, but we must remember that there is life after metrics. 
and every exam or every assessment that they take, if they choose to go into higher learning, or even if they go into the workforce, every task that you're given should be approached with the same importance as they're approaching arithmetic exams, because it does have real-life consequences. Right, now, Yogini, here's a good question, right? Um, parents, right, need to be involved, no doubt about it, like you said. But they also need to know when to pull back because when parents are overpowering, it can add to unwanted stress. As a parent, you may not know it, but obviously, as a youngster, you'll be feeling it. You're not going to talk back to your parents mm-hmm. and, and let them know. It's difficult. I mean, teens don't even talk most of the time. So mm-hmm. your advice in this regard? So it is very important um, for parents to know where to draw the line. As role models, what we want to do is model good containment. So whether we are feeling stressed about the process or there's a little bit of anxiety or overwhelm coming over from the parent side, first things first is to contain yourself. Once you're feeling contained, engage with your children and look at healthy relationships and behaviors. So where parents can from the sideline look at are your, um, are your children looking at realistic planning and consistent routines? And that's where you can start setting some of those boundaries or parameters. If they're spending too much time on social media or not engaging in their studies, we can set up those times for them. We can also speak to them about smart goal setting, looking at where their distractions come from and how to curb those distractions. And what is important and actually critical at this point of time for parents and their role is to speak about plan B, plan C, and so forth with their children. So what is the end game with this matric process? We know that matric is a rise of passage into young adulthood um, and into careers, I suppose. But what are those career plans? If you look at the fields of counseling, psychology, um, we offer business management, HRM, which is your human resource management, and our new program, social work. However, if you wanted to get into something like HRM, which is the human resource management, but you don't pass with the, the path that you were hoping for, look at institutions like SACAP that are offering higher certificates, which allow you to come in with a diploma path or look at diploma programs. So it doesn't mean that you can't reach your career goal if the metric results do not come through as planned. Um, that's just life. And, and we're preparing these matriculants for life after school. There's disappointments, there's circumstances that change, and we need to remain mentally agile to be able to cope with the changes um, so that we can also be mentally well in doing so. After all, just cause unnecessary stress. Yogani. Should it all be about studying? Because sometimes people say if it's crunch time, don't worry about breaks and relaxation. But do you need to take those breaks? Well, those breaks are essential. Um, in order for our minds to, to function effectively, it does need to be taken care of, whether it's relaxing or connecting or socializing. What we can do is set learning goals. And once those goals are achieved, by all means, award it with an hour of social media or an episode of your favorite series. The important point there, though, is to be focused and disciplined. Um, so if you're saying one episode per chapter, you're sticking to that, um, or else you can get carried away and it can form as a detrimental distraction.
Now, if a child is particularly stressed or depressed or suffering from burnout and parents are not sure what to do, Yogini, who should they approach for help here? Okay, so this is an important one for parents to be mindful and to be cognizant of their children's behaviors. If you are seeing any marked behaviors that concern you, reach out to um, platforms like Lifeline and SEDEC and explore it with, an, with a professional. You can also check out our blogs on our website, which is www.sacap.edu.za. Um, we do have blogs on how to manage burnout, distress, and those sorts of processes. Um, but what's also important is for us to be mindful that when there's so much pressure on a learning outcome, it can cause so much overwhelm, it can cause so much anxiety, and it can have such adverse reactions onto our children. And this is where we need to be mindful that um, suicide risks around this time become alarming and that's where we need to look at, I like to call it the, the ledge and um, analogy. So matric or any goal with such high stakes may tend to push you towards the edge. By us stacking tools to keep ourselves safe, looking at different coping strategies and being creative, um, we can make sure that free falling is not the only option. And what we can then make sure is that we have safety nets in plan B, C and D to catch us if we do fall. Um, because we know life doesn't always go perfectly. we got a couple seconds left. Now, Yogini, your closing comments <laughs> to all the matriculants and parents tuning in right now? I would like to wish them all the best with the upcoming exams. Just remember to hang in there and do your best. As long as you're trying your best, you are giving your best and that's enough. If it doesn't work out the way you plan, look for your plan B. There are um, options that are multiple out there. Use the technology devices. Use your access to information to build those plans. Um, and just have fun while you're doing it. Learning was always meant to be fun. Great stuff. I agree. It was meant to meant to be fun, <laughs> definitely. Counseling psychologist Yogani Pakri, who is from the South African College of Applied Psychology. Thank you very much for joining us, Yogani. All the best and uh, keep rocking. Thank you so much for hosting us. Have a lovely afternoon.